before we go any further, dude, tell, yeah. tell, tell the audience like how many bases you've got. Just out yourself. Come on. Just feel clean. <laughs> Just you, uh, clean, cleanse n- yourself. Never enough. What, what's the, what's the, um, what's the, <laughs> dude, what's the equation? The proper number of bases to have is N plus one. Right? <laughs> is, is the number you have. Plus, Plus one. one, dude. And whenever I even get another one, I, it, it's like I'm never satisfied, Scott. I'm never satisfied. It's like, oh, okay, we'll tick the box there. Now I've got that one covered. But I remember, like, at one point, Emily saying to me, "You should, you should, like, sit down and enjoy that one." And I'm like, "No, there's no enjoyment to be had. This is just a, you know, I'm going to set it here, and it's going to look great in the thing, and then it's on to the next one." And that's just, so just context for everybody. Ian and I are like digital pen pals and we send each other yeah. videos back and forward yeah. on this like app called Loom, which is really cool, isn't it? Like it's freaking cool. It's so cool, man. I love yeah. Loom. Yeah, I do. We can just, we've got it on our phones. We can just have an idea, record it, and then just send it to each other and like, you know, and it's instant. So Ian was, um, he, he sent me a video the other day. Our kids were, um, they were messaging each other back and forward. Yeah, and, it was so fun. And he, yeah, and Ian was, he he showed us, like, the, uh, I guess sort of like a, because, like, I'm sure lots of people have seen in your studio on Instagram, right? But what they yeah. won't have seen yeah, is, suppose, is, yeah. is the full reveal. <laughs> you know, the full reveal. <laughs> Ian gave us the full reveal the other day. He sh- I, sure, like, I saw one wall, one wall full of bases, and I was like, whoa. That is a lot of bases. And then as he panned oh. around, there was like another <laughs> full wall full of yes, bases. Yeah. Like it is. Yeah. Oh, I've got like, oh, yeah, dude. I've got bass envy, dude. Like I really have. Like you've got all of the, all of the bases. You've got the music mangs and the P bases and the jazz bases and the 12 strings and the cubicies. <laughs> And there's, yes. I bet there's shit in there that you didn't, you don't even know that you've got. You're gonna find a base oh. there. You're like, whoa! Like, I didn't even know I had I this. Be, like, hiding under the bed or something. I've been looking <laughs> for you everywhere. <laughs> Man, I mean, it's so funny. I was telling you that you know my wife Emily asked me, uh, you know, a while a while back, like, how many bases do you have? And and I said, how many? How many do you think I have? And she said, I think you have. 17 and i said oh that's very and, and i was so relieved to hear say that number because it's way more than that <laughs> it's so much so much more than that <laughs> and i said oh yeah that's uh yes i think you're you're very close that's <laughs> i mean said, all she would have to do is pop her head in and count yeah but <laughs> you said yeah what did i say day. i you said yeah 30. it's I, something I, like that i challenge you dude like i actually think that it's gonna be more <laughs> I think it's that 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 visual, you know, the visual you sent me of that that video that just yes. it's it's burned into my memory. I've never seen so many bases. <laughs> it was a sh- it was you've got a base shop, like get a sign yeah, outside the door. Dude. They'll be like dudes walking in your house. Emily will be like, uh, "What's going on?" You'll be like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've set up shop." <laughs> Set up shop, man. I mean, I think I told you this, but I had, you know, when I started to do session work, I just got this really uh, intense idea around like acquiring over my lifetime one good example of what I consider to be all the like classic thumbprint iconic yeah. bass guitars right so so and when I started to do it, I was like, oh, I guess that means it's probably going to mean a P bass. 
a jazz bass, maybe a Thunderbird and a Rickenbacker, you know, and I was See? like four. Hmm. And then as I went, I was like, oh, well, no, we've got to add a Hofner. Hang on. We've got to add a Stingray. Should probably add some kind of modern five. Well, of course I'll need a fretless. Oh, well, then there was that period in the 90s of 12-string and 8-string basses. We should probably have one of each of those. Have you should got a semi-acoustic? With... Have you got a semi? <laughs> Let's make it 31, dude. No. I need you, one of you those. You haven't. You haven't got a semi. Have you not got like a, like a Gretsch Country Gentleman or something like that? Okay, I have a, I have a, a Guild Starfire. That'll from '66, which solid, is solid, isn't it? But yeah, but it's, it's still <laughs> yeah. got the look. What, what, oh, yeah. have you got an SG bass? No. <laughs> I mean, so so I went down hard Fender Road. So of like all of what I consider to be the like classic models, even like old Coronado, yeah. bass six, seventies jazz, sixties jazz, fifties P, sixties, you know, all that stuff. I did all yeah. that um, over time, just like kind of like one a year. I mean, I'm old, you know, I'm forty three, so this started <laughs> in my mid twenties, and uh, you know, I've just been amassing this ridiculous collection, but. Um, yeah, th- when I, I started to look into Gibson, and it was too, it, it just felt too daunting. Like, I was like, oh, to try to get one of all of the great Gibson models, they're so oh, expensive. Like you, and just... you, you literally mean like you were about to sort of like pop, pop the cork, and it was going to be sort of like this unstoppable yeah. sort of like flurry of more bases. Exactly. Just, I just yeah. decided I have, a, I have a Les Paul signature base, which is that sort of gold. It looks like an Epiphone Jack Cassidy. And I love it. And then I have um, uh, uh, Thunderbird. And I was like, that's it. But, dude, I I sometimes scope those EB2s and, you know, like the the, the SGs. Yeah, dude, and EBOs and the SGs. And, oh, I mean, what I love about when I see, I would love for you to speak to this a little bit because I I think that I actually have a problem. I mean, thank God it's it's what I do for a living. Um, because if it wasn't, that would that would be like absolutely ridiculous, right? But I have a collector gene in me. My dad is is like a is like a oh, hardcore yeah. collector, you know. Yeah. And so I I have this in me, and I go back and forth on whether I think it's like it's cool and you know, or like it's so lame. Oh, and no, what dude, I love it's about super cool, it's I don't super think it's cool. cool. Dude, it's, it's cool, it's like, man. It's an affliction, you know? It's an affliction. Like, Joe Bonamassa, right, has just yeah. got this incredible collection of guitars and amps. And each of them, have you seen the video? And he, like, tells you about all of these. I think his dad ran a yeah. music store. And he's got, like, all of these sort of, like, weird-ass amps, like, you know, like, the first kind of, like, I don't know, like, the yeah. first twin ever off the factory line. And, you know, I'm just like, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. It's like, but part of me thinks that, like, there's part of me that feels like, man, what actually is really cool is committing to an instrument and playing that instrument or committing even to, like, a, a cheap, a budget instrument. You said something yesterday when we were just chatting. You said you're fine to get rid of all these bases and do all these giveaways and get rid of even some of your like personal, amazing, incredible, mm. expensive bass guitars because you don't want it to be about the instrument. You want it yeah. to be about your playing. And I, dude, that like, that was like, <laughs> I was like, Whoa! <laughs> like, I took it like right in the heart. And I, I, you didn't mean it that way. I mean, I know you weren't saying it was an indictment, but I just yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I went down, man. I was like, Allison's down. Manda, man overboard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because sometimes I think if I'm if I'm honest, I uh, 
I put too much stock in the like, oh, well, I have to have this bass for this vibe. When honestly, you could probably change your hand position, change the strings, change a setting, a tone control, and get very close and not have to be so precious about the exact model. No, <laughs> you no. know. No, I'm pushing back, dude. I think that you should absolutely just lean into it. I think that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, I think that we're just baked slightly different. So I saw that room of yours, right? I saw the room. And and it was so beautiful. All of the bases are in sort of like these... You know, they're all in these like beautiful stands. And you've got the rug... And the yes. rug is like, you thought about that rug and it's just, and it looks nice. Yes. And the room's nice. Man, if you could see inside this room I'm sitting in now, it, it would, it would yeah. tell a story that I probably right. don't want to, you know, I don't want to sort of like unleash on the world, but it's like, so over there, I'm going to, I'm going to, so I'm just going to context. So yeah, basically please. what I was saying is like, yeah. your room, you yeah. could you could take anybody into that room and they're just gonna be like, oh, this guy cares about. He just sort of like cares about his surroundings and yeah. there's like there was a certain aesthetic. You know, I could imagine some joysticks in there. Do you know what I mean? Smoking away <laughs> like a you know, yes, yes. like you you might not have it right now, but I guess at one point you might have had a lava lamp in the corner. Right, 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 right. In contrast, okay. So in contrast, yeah. Here's my wall. Okay, with, yeah. With, but- with just with the soundproof and just falling off it, okay? Here's like two crappy coffee cartons because I can't be asked even doing the coffee right, right? And then yeah, as I yeah. turn around, there yes. is, check it out, ready? Well, there's loads of bases just like just yeah, chucked on yeah, the Yeah, you've got, you've got some bases over there. There, there is, there's 40 coffee cartons just shoved against the wall over there. Dude, I remember and, when we had the coffee conversation early on in the days of the podcast, and you were talking about drinking, I mean, like, loads, dude, loads obscene, of coffee. It's obscene. Yes. Like, yeah, sort of like, so like four of these a day. Just yeah, sort of that's like, incredible. That's a week's, a week's worth. There's like literally 40 just coffee cartons, and they're all on the floor, and it's just, it's just shit everywhere. It's just... I've just got foam out. Like, look at this. It's just tat. I just live in sort of like tat. But, you know, so... so all you got bigger to say, fish to fry, man. You got bigger fish well, to fry. All that to say is that I look... Yeah. When I saw that room, I was like, oh, just look at it. Look how nice it is. And it's like, it's just so considered. And there's all of these amazing bases. And Lisa, my wife, has tried so hard to get me to be like that. She's like, you've got this room. Just, like, make it your own. Put pictures up. Just, like, a really nice place to be. And, you know, like, honestly, I kind of, like, visualize this as sort of, even though it's, like, out in the garden and it's nice. You know, I'm looking out in the garden. Dude, I I could be in sort of, like, a cellar right now. Like, an old industrial (laughs) cellar. And it wouldn't matter. With like steel, like old lead pipes, <laughs> some leaks, sort of like a, just like drips on the leaks floor, and like sh- <laughs> yeah. shaking boiler in the corner that scares, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, scares the kids. You know, don't go down yes. in the cellar because that boiler's <laughs> yeah. alive. Yes, you know. So yeah, I'm jealous. I'm like, well, like, yeah, like oh, envious. Well, What's I don't know what the word is, but I, I not that I I want I don't want the stuff. I just I, I wish I was just like more like programmed like that. Well, listen, when I see you fire up Trello, and so so I may have my bases 
my my base ducks in a row, <laughs> right? So, so my surroundings, <laughs> yeah, my, my my base ducks are in a row. They're all in a nice little because it's something I feel like I I really have solid control over. But then yeah. sometimes with projects and recordings and artists and all that, right? It's just a scramble. So so listen, let let's do a bit of a trade. Let I'll take a little more of you. You take a little more of me. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. We'll see if yeah, we man. can we'll see if we can meet in the middle because dude. I mean, I think I love that, like how organized you are in terms of your brain space or that that is the endeavor, right? So what I perceive is you're trying to be, you're, you're managing this company. You're the CEO of this company. So you have to manage all of that. So your space is not a priority to you at the moment. It could be, you could decide, you could put it on your Trello board. You could say, yep, okay. Next week we're gonna we're gonna order a couple of stands. I'm gonna order a rug, and we're gonna you know clean up the. You could, but that's, you've prioritized a, a different yeah. thing. It's you know, ex- you're exactly right. Actually, like honestly, like hand on heart, if that was on the Trello board, it'd get done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it needs to be on the Trello board to happen. If it's not on the Trello board, it's not happening. It's just, and the unfortunate thing is that, oh man, like it really is unfortunate that the Trello board, like everything is prioritized. So. So maybe it wouldn't get done. Maybe it'd just get like things that would just, just get prioritized in getting, front of it. Yeah, <laughs> just keep exactly getting shoved yeah. to the back of the line. Yeah. yeah like I've, I've got an assistant recently, you know, like B shout out yeah. to B if she's listening. Shout out to B um, man. She's keeping it. She's keeping it tight for you, B man. From, B from Wales. She's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Oh, and, so cool. Uh, man, it's been great actually because it's, uh, cause she's just helped me do some of the shit that I just, you know, because I'm over prioritizing SBL over everything else. Just silly things just don't get done. Like, I was like, first first thing I said when she was like, so have you got, I was like, yeah, you need to get me to a dentist. Like, get me to a dentist, man. <laughs> and then yes, oh, yeah, another right, one, I've, right. I've got this, I've got like a, a mole on my back. I was like, I need this mole removed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, B, I'm so sorry. Oh, she oh. is sorting you out, man. She's sorting you out. That's yeah. cool. All of the personal stuff just never gets done. B, I need yeah. a bath. she's gonna she's gonna book the bath for you yes man i mean geez like i i find that when so so my wife emily has tried to project manage some things for me and Mm. i just find that i end up sort of sabotaging it or i end up not doing it i think you know i mean uh i i need to work on my personal mental organization time prioritizing time getting a priority thing together i i I think i need to check out trello which is like emily told me about it and i was like nah 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 and then you did i'm like oh and she hated that so much you know i'm like oh scott told me about trello she's like i told you about trello (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i will say though Uh, that it's 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 hard though like it is for me so for instance I've been really digging into it using Trello and I've got yeah. like Google calendar up and running sort of like, and I've really been since B came on board, you know, I, I had to, I had to do that because I had to give her at least a chance of understanding what the heck I've got going, yeah, you know, yes, absolutely. in my life. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, she, and what B said is she said, you need to get everything in Trello, prioritize it. So I've been doing that. And then she said, but then you need to transfer that over to your Google calendar and yeah. make sure that every, so in general, like nine to five, which is sort of like, I guess, sort of like the time I generally work, 
well, kind of like I do a couple of hours on an evening, but let's not talk about that. Um, so like nine <laughs> yes. to five um, right. is sort of like mapped out, you know, every single yes. sort of like half an hour has got like stuff allocated to it. So, but I will say it's hard. It, it, yeah. It's still hard. And I think it's hard that, to stick to it, right? It's hard to stick to it. It's, it's almost yeah. like it's kind of going to the gym. It's like the productivity gym. It's like, yes. it ain't going to do it for you. You know, you're going to yep. have to do the work and it's, and man, and it, and again, and if you don't start something on time, oh, the oh, cascading then it just wrecks the whole that, day. Just, yes, just, right. It, it's it's a mess, man. Yeah, and so I had that, and like I was watching a podcast recently. Um, this guy that I follow called Noah Kagan, who's the CEO of um, AppSumo, which is a great company, and he's a really fantastic uh, guy, super 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 switched on, and he did a video on how he organizes his week. And and I just watched it and I was like, that is legit. It was just like, oh, I spent two hours every at the beginning of every week. I spent two hours organizing my calendar for the week, like right. that. And that is the actual time it takes. It's really quite. Yeah. It's really quite. I guess um, misleading, or it, at least was for me of like how much time it takes to just get your calendar together. Like two right. hours. Oh, right. so I did that this week. It took me two hours. I sat down and I was like every single thing and i think that the way that he does it which i think is really interesting and something that i'm definitely trying to take with me as well is that he's got his main priorities for the quarter for the month for the quarter for the year you know he's got these main um, priorities sure goals not only, yes. yeah not like company goals but also personal goals and stuff like that sure and what he's doing is every single week when he puts his calendar together he's making sure that the stuff on his calendar aligns with the goals that he has because it's actually right. really easy for those th- to be out of whack. You know, you fill your week and then you look at your sort of like main priorities for the quarter or for the, for the, for the year or whatever. And you're like, huh, all of this stuff on, that I'm doing this week has nothing to do with my major goals this year. Right. The right. Big problem, you know, so big problem. Yeah. Big problem. And I'm just going to open my Trello board as well. Oh, open it uh, up right here. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and, and the big stuff on it, is the stuff that it's it's really easy to, I guess, gravitate away from because it's not sure. easy. You know, that like it's, should I say the hard stuff on it is not the easy stuff to do. So like one of these things is like work on educational design and framework of the sequential learning systems inside Scott's Space Lessons. That is not easy. Like this is a project <laughs> that... Phil, shout out to Phil. He's been working on, Eric's been sure. working on also from the team. Uh, it's, and it's like it's not it's not an easy kind of like hey I'm going to do this I can like tick it right. off it's this big brute of a project that we're trying yes. to do and yes. and it's those things that I really need to prioritize you know make a list of potential VCs to get introductions to again you know like <sighs> plan out uh, launch models of Ever Music <laughs> oh, oh. these are sort of like yeah yeah like right. that's like that's a day. Right. Uh, th- that's yeah. just a day just to kick off that project. It's just it's brutal. Sure. So, sure. So that all that to just, I think I'm just sort of like, blah, I'm just sharing, just sort of like you know, share my pain at the minute of going through this. But yeah, no, it's not well, pain. It's all good. But it's it is. I, I find it. I guess it's hard work. That's the key yes. thing. It's like just hard work. It's it's just you know not as in like it's physically hard, but it's like it's it's not. Hey, call so and so. 
exactly it's it's less like (laughs) yeah it's less task oriented and more sort of this wow this you you could always have some of those things on the list right because maybe some of those projects are never done yeah Yeah. right you know like like if you had a if if you had make original music on there like yeah like when is that ever done when can you be like yes okay that's over forever or you know i mean exactly oh man yeah. yeah exactly so what i've been doing actually on these bigger these bigger sort of like you know i guess sort of like hairy goals that we've got on here i've then been breaking them down into tasks into deliverables like what do we yeah. need to do first what do we need to do second who's going to own that like yes. oh, you know oh. this stuff that's actually very counterintuitive to me to work like that and i'm kind of like learning as i go because i just need to do that to be able to push the uh, push the company forward but i have got so much admiration for badasses out there like so much i was listening me too. to me too. i was listening to this interview man of the 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 chief marketing officer of skillshare yeah and she, i was just listening to this podcast and i was just like she's such a badass so she's such a badass. I've just got so much admiration and just, just like, yeah, the otherworldly, these sort of like high functioning kind of like, just like badass business dudes and dudettes that right. like executives on these sort of like larger teams. <gasps> so interesting. So interesting. it's, it's crazy. And when I, when I listen to people like that, sometimes I just get discouraged because I'm like, well, I, I will, I will never, <laughs> It will never measure up, but I think it's baby steps, right? Like, like for me, uh, I, I need to, so I, I have a Trello set up. I need to just dig in and I would like to try to do my calendar for a week and see what happens. Like I haven't done that mm. yet because I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared to try it. I think what I'm scared of though, actually, is that thing of like procrastinating one thing, the dominoes fall. And then I feel like my week is a failure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I'm I'm, uh, nervous that that would happen. Like I would do it, do the work, and then I would miss something. And then I'd be like, oh, I can't do this. Who was I kidding? You know, and and the self-loathing would, would, you know, the black clouds would form. And it's like, it's just easier to dust my bases. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, maybe maybe this episode should be about organizing organizing your calendar as a musician. Mm, Yeah. Could we do that? Oh, boy. Dude. I know we didn't plan on do that, but maybe we should do that. Maybe we should, maybe just we like should. break this conversation open a little bit. Yeah. And when you said that, I had this ice water guts pang of a remembering a horrible experience that maybe oh, really? would you mind if I mind if oh, I absolutely. start go with it. that? Go for it. Yeah, go so for it. So I I'm more organized now than I used to be. And there was a time in my life post college, I was living in an apartment by myself and I had there was a time that I just stopped checking my email. I don't even know why. I just was like, ah, I don't need, I don't need to do that. <laughs> and I just checked out. And, but meanwhile, my life was still going. There were gigs, there were commitments, there was work stuff. There was all kinds of things. And I was playing in yeah. this rock band at the time. And I will never forget there was. Uh, there was a thing where we had a show and I didn't have a calendar. I wasn't writing anything down. So whenever someone would say, Hey, you want to do this thing on Friday? I would just go, yeah, cool. That's easy. It's fun to say yes. Right. It's like, yeah, 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 sure. Great. (laughs) And then I'll never forget. Like I was at something with a group of friends and my dear friend, Dave, who was in this rock band with me, um, he's been my childhood friend forever called and was like, where are you? 
And I was like, what do you mean? I'm, you know, eating food with the, with the homies at the place. And he was like, what? Sound check is happening. And I'm like, sound check for what? <laughs> you know, and this is, this is like, this is an or- original band of three members. It's not like a, I mean, it would be terrible if it were any gig, but it's like, ah, the, the, the if one out of the three guys isn't there, <laughs> the show's not going to happen. And I was like, oh, you're kidding me. He's like, no, can you, you know, and so oh, I'm racing home and I'm grabbing my crap and I'm flying in and I'm making it their problem and I'm all out of sorts. And I mean, absolutely horrible. And I remember after that experience, like things like that would happen. Or I I did lessons out of my house and sometimes yeah. people would show up. I mean, this is when I'm in my mid-20s, early to mid-20s. I would do lessons at my house and sometimes people would show up and I just wouldn't be there. And they'd be like, hey, hey man, ringing your doorbell. <laughs> they would text me, ringing your doorbell. And I would be like in a different town, you know, like mm. at a gig or, <laughs> you know, sorry, forgot. Terrible. Uh, oh, oh, oh. And when did, I guess, like, when did you, like, what made you start to make the shift? Yeah. So, so all that to say, I, it it, it is such, this is still a part of my personality that I struggle with because I'm, I'm sometimes sort of spontaneous and whim based. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, that sounds like fun. And then maybe Mm -hmm. I forget about, uh, the, the thing that I really need to do. I mean, this is actually a big struggle in my marriage. Um, but in terms of calendar, gig-wise, my friend Dave Young, shout out to Dave, who is just the greatest, ha- essentially sort of had like a, a mini intervention. He was like, hey, man, can I come over? And um, and I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, great, great. Put put a pot of coffee on. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he came <laughs> over and he had a calendar and he said, I know this is going to feel passive aggressive or condescending, yeah. but I'm giving this to you and I need you to start using it. Because right now you are, you are fucking up and it, it, it impacts on more than just you. And of course I know he's right. You know And I'm going? Oh dude, I'm so sorry. You're right. And he's like, you have to write these, you have to write this stuff down. You, you super interesting. Yeah. He was like, you cannot remember these things. You think you can, but you cannot. And if it were just you, fine, do whatever you want to do, but it's also me and it's yeah. this business. I mean, you know, it's a, a band, sort of like a small business, a family, yeah. you know, he's like, you can't, you can't just not be at a show. Like it just, it can't happen. So yeah. this is the first step, <laughs> you know, and he was really, he was really nice about it, but he was also firm. He was like, you, you have to change this. And was, it was kind of like a, it was an awakening for me, you know? Was it just going from being sort of like a kid? When you just like you've really got no responsibility, you sort of like flying by the seat your pants, and then suddenly, oh crap! I actually have things that I need to do, and like you know, like you've got things. Well, obviously not in your diary or your calendar at the time; it was all floating around (laughs) your head. But I guess was it that transition of going to not doing anything to to actually having responsibilities and having to turn up? And so was it that? And also, how long did that period last for? Too long. Too long. I, I mean, I would love to lie 
<laughs> right now and say, oh yes, and then I sorted it out and then everything was fine and I am so organized and everything gets done promptly. And um, I I have struggled with it off and on. I have spells, you know? Um, and I, I think that now my professional calendar is, is far better than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, but where it manifests, where I see it manifest still is even in just simple day-to-day things. Like my family will say, hey, you know, make sure to switch the laundry. You know, my wife will be like, on your way out, switch the laundry. And I just won't remember. Um, and so it kills Lisa, it kills her. She questions me. She's like, do you actually listen to me? I'm like, (laughs) yes. And and then she's like, well, why don't you just do the simplest things I ask you to do? And I'm like, Oh, Lisa, I have, yeah. I have nothing. I have nothing to come back with. I don't know. I think I know, that it's because dude. I'm preoccupied. I think that that's, yes. I think that I'm thinking about stuff and she will say it and I will respond. I'll be like, okay, you know, but it won't, it's like this <laughs> but it automatic. Won't register. It's like when yes. somebody, ki- you know, when somebody taps the thing on your knee and, you, and your foot kicks up in the air, like automatically. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like that. Yeah. Do this, Scott. And I'm like, okay. But, but I actually <laughs> didn't even hear what yes, she an involuntary to do. reaction. Yeah. It's exactly that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Meanwhile, yeah. I'm doing, going to do something completely different that's probably going to annoy the heck out of us. So, yeah, like I have that for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I definitely put forward um, a, a a vision or a, a projection of what I want to be. Like on, on social media, people are like, oh man, it seems like you're doing all the things and you're, you know, and you're so organized and this and that. And really... Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I, it's what I want to be, but it is a struggle. And so yeah. it would be great. I mean, I've definitely done some things and made some mental adjustments, um, and just some like very practical adjustments, like, you know, getting a calendar that I like to use and, um, that have really helped me in this regard, mm-hmm. at least professionally, <laughs> I mean, relationally <laughs> and, and family, uh, yeah. I, I can still use all the help I can get, but I, I really like that thought that it is about, I'm preoccupied when someone says something about a task that I don't really maybe think is important, like maybe unloading the dishwasher in that moment. I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think my mind is like, oh yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll make sure that happens before bed or something. And then it doesn't. And then, you yeah, know, my wife yeah, is upset. Yeah. Um, so that's still a struggle. I mean, that's a, like a real struggle. It sounds like for anybody out there who, who isn't, who isn't in like a committed relationship and doesn't have these problems, this probably sounds sort of silly, but it is like a big, um, oh, it's a, it's a big yeah, issue. Yeah. In, in marriages, because what you said, it gets at the undercurrent of, are you listening to me? It's like mm-hmm. Emily says that to me too, right? Like Lisa with you, are you listening? D- did you hear a word that I said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not that we don't want to listen, right? It's that there's maybe another thought process going on in our head that is taking over, uh, yeah. right? I mean, that's. I love I think it when you say that you're, you were air holding a base there. You were like, it's taking <laughs> over. You were like, literally <laughs> air holding a base. So <laughs> literally playing my modes right now in the air. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I will put the laundry on, Emily. Mm. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so funny. <laughs> just, just thinking about tapping figures. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's the it's the blessing and the curse of being yeah. passionate about 
about something, right? Because it yeah, sure. it can it can take over your mental state, yeah. your faculties. So in terms uh, of like when, but in terms of when you're doing like like gigs now, where do you mm. what tool do you keep them in? Do you use a calendar like an online calendar? What I need in my life is something that works well together. So I am fully entrenched for better or for worse in the Apple ecosystem. So like when I came on board SBL and you, you guys all use Google, I'm like, Oh no. So for me, iCal is what I use. Um, and so, you know, I, I even use reminders. I mean, man, the reminders app on my phone is so critical. I saw somebody doing it. I mean, this is such a simple thing, but if you're a forgetful or if you're, prioritizing things out of whack and you, oh, you really need to remember that thing. I just pick up, I literally pick up my phone and push the side button and say, remind me in an hour to unload the dishwasher. And then it will. <laughs> like, it's incredible. You know, Ooh, so that's... I haven't yeah. done that. Yeah. Oh, wow. dude, it's the, the reminders app and you can just use Siri to activate it. Um, and it's, that's, that's actually been really powerful. Um, but in terms of gig stuff. Uh, I always put it in the, in my iCal and I always yeah. try to include drive times too. So that, uh, you know, I'm not saying, okay, the gigs at the gigs at six. Well, if, if the sound checks at six, I'm going to put it in my calendar f at five, which will allow yeah. the 30 minute drive, 30 minute buffer, right? Yeah. Like those are things that I've just learned that are just very sort of simple and kind of silly sounding practical things, but they're really important for me so that I'm not digging through my email to try to find the, oh, where, was the, where did it, you know, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm scrolling, yeah. you know, my inbox is not at zero. My inbox is at 300. So I'm scrolling through the freaking emails, dude, yeah, you know, yeah, to yeah, find yeah. the thing. So I try to put all of the info right for the gig the times and everything any notes that i need to know in my actual calendar so if i go to the calendar the info is there about when it starts the times so that i you know am not a dismal failure in my yeah. professional life <laughs> <laughs> no i'm using the same i'm using the same i use i use google calendar and it wasn't me that yeah. actually implemented all of that stuff in the uh in sbl it was i think actually started when phil started phil was like Oh, pulled us all yeah. together. He was like, "Come in, come here, guys. <laughs> come with me." <laughs> like, he please, he just, showed us yes. the way. Yeah, he showed us the way. Oh, so I'm so great. like, I'm using Google Calendar for, for like everything. And I, what yeah. I would recommend as well, just for everybody, is like, obviously, you have to get, like start using an online calendar because then you can, as, yeah. as like Ian was saying, you can set reminders. I've got like Google Calendar gives me reminders. But also, yeah. like, I'd really recommend as well, just like, it doesn't need to be two hours like me, but just spend in, maybe do it on a Monday, maybe just sort of like commit to it. Hey, every Monday, I'm going to sit down for whatever, how long ever, however long it takes, and just get your diary sorted for that week. Especially so if you've got um, projects that you really want to do, because I think for the most part, we've all got like cool projects that we want to do. And I think yeah. if it's rattling around in your head, I think that, well, first of all, You've got to get it down somewhere, either on a piece of paper or on like for project management. I personally use Trello, which I really mm -hmm. recommend, but get it down, like get a list of projects that you want to work on and then get them in your calendar, like commit to yeah. it, keep yourself accountable to it. And because that way you're just going to get the stuff done. You're just going to get the stuff done. Um, and what I like to do as well with mine 
is like I like to do like be a little geeky. Like I've got color codes and stuff like that. I bet Emily's all over the color codes. I bet she's oh, like color codes. Big time. Big time. Yes, yeah. she is. Yeah. And if anybody's wondering <laughs> yes, what I mean is. by color codes and stuff, like, so if I look at me, let me just open my calendar, right? So yeah. all of the kind of like just work projects I've got all, got on are all color coded in blue. All of the meetings that I've got are color coded in purple. All of the filming that I'm doing. So this right now is green, and then I've got like a bass hang, which is a live stream on Thursday. Yeah, and then right, I've got another right. live stream on on Thursday. Then I've got like a, the winner announcement for the giveaway, and that's coming on. All of that's green, you know. So I've got so I can look and I can clearly see. Well, it helps me do a few things. It helps me look and think to myself. I easily see where the meetings are. Easily see where I've got right. work time and stuff like that. But also, it can I can easily see if I'm like over prioritizing in one area. I can be like, whoa, uh, yeah. I've got like twenty me- twenty hours of meetings this week, and I'll be like, that's BS. That's like it's that's, too much. Right, I need right. to do some work. You know, I mean, I need to get some work done. So it'll, it like helps me on that. So for anybody listening, if you if you chose to go with sort of like a specific color coding system when you look at your calendar you'd be like oh wicked i'm actually working on a lot of personal projects or you'd be like oh i'm not working on any personal projects big problem yes yes and then like sort of like so it gives you sort of like you it kind of fences you in in a way i mean it's sort of like it almost it's like a forcing function to hey i've been thinking about doing this thing for like the last 18 months or or even longer now let's get it down in Trello or whatever, like a project management tool or whatever, and then let's get it on the calendar and then work towards that. And for me, Absolutely. so for me, yeah, it's like choosing a day that you are actually going to organize your calendar every single week. Choosing sort of like if you want to go with the color coding system, that's cool. If I guess if you've got like a like complex stuff going on and you want to be able to see it. But what I also do as well, what I've started to do um, over over the last, I guess, sort of like a couple of months is like try and get the, um, like for me, and, and I'm not sure that this is directly translatable to other others, but I, I guess it will be. For me, like meetings are the things that stop me being creative. Yeah. Like it's like they kind of, I find it quite hard when I've got like, if I've got like three meetings in a day and they're, I've yeah. got eight hours to fill, right? Eight hours, nine till five, I've got eight hours and right. I've got three one hour meetings. Well, you might think that, well, it means you've got four hours. Right. Well, it, it doesn't actually work like that. And I, I've heard I know sort of doesn't. like programmers talk about the same thing. Do you know <clears> people that do um, like coding, you know, for, for a living? Yeah. They say that that actually really interrupts their kind of like their their flow is like whatever yes. they're working on. So for me, I, I really try not to have meetings spread during the week. I try and bulk them all together on two days. Yes. Currently, so you're so. in meeting zone. You're in the headspace for that then in that time yeah. period. Right? And I don't yeah. feel bad about it. Like Mondays, I've got a lot of freaking meetings. Like I've right. got, you know, right. like, yeah, like four hours of meetings. And then on Wednesdays, I've got one, two, three, four, five. I've got five and a half hours of meetings tomorrow. It's wow. a lot. But what that also means is that like Tuesdays free, Thursdays free, Friday yes. is free. Like I actually this week I've got sort of like filming and a bunch of stuff. And by free, I'm not kind of sort of like kicking back. It means that I'm more <laughs> focused on, yeah, I'm more focused on um, either creating content or yes. strat- strategizing for the business. But I'm definitely not just sort of like in meetings all the time. So right, that's how right. I'm going about it. And I think that honestly, it's actually, 
I, you know, I said this earlier, it's hard. It's definitely hard, especially if you're not, I guess, baked that way, which I'm definitely yeah. not. But I, yeah. I do think it's really worth it. Like, I'm finding it really worth it. I, I want to ask you, because did you ever have a moment, uh, an awful, embarrassing... I mean, I think about that oh, yeah. time that my friend came and had that in- intervention with me, and I pull the covers up over my head, and I go... <laughs> you know, because I just am like, oh... I mean, the fact that it was so... Uh, it was so self-important and self-centered and that time in my life where I was just like, I don't need to write anything down. And then it was just screwing up other people's lives. And, and to some degree, I, that's still a struggle for me. I think I've gotten better. But for you, who I, someone I perceive to be very organized, very motivated by what the goals that you want to achieve. I know motivation is, is a little bit of a sticky word, right? But <laughs> like you, you are, you are productive. You're a high output individual. And I wonder, I mean, I know that a lot of that has to do with how you prioritize your organization, but when was there a turning point for you? Was there something that happened that was a terrible scenario where you thought, oh my God, I've got to get this together? Or did it slowly happen over time? Oh, do you kind of have a thought about that? I have, I, I did have a disaster once where I didn't turn up for a gig <laughs> similar to you. Like, luckily, yeah. there was a keys player on it and it wasn't sort of like a three piece original thing. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Dude, yeah. So honestly, oh. I would have died, but yeah. I still died. I was still like, oh, this is really bad. But I did have a situation where I didn't turn up for a gig. And, yeah. and, and I guess just to sort of like throw it out there, and this is no excuse, but. It was just, I had sort of like a crappy little diary sort of like thing that I used to sort of like throw in my gig yeah. bag. And it was, sure. you know, I, I'm not even sure I had a mobile phone at this point. It was just like old right, school. Yeah. Right, right, and, right. Um, and yeah, and I got the call. I was like, well, where are you? And I was like, I'm oh. watching TV on my bed. What, what, where are you? That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I said. Where? Dude, I'm watching TV on my bed. And I think I might have even told them what was on. Have you seen like, oh, this film's oh. on. And he was like dude, we've got a gig. And I was like, oh. And I, oh. Looked at my cl- I looked at my watch and I was like, yes. oh, this is not going to happen. This is not, it's like impossible. It's going to, it's like an hour dr- drive away. Yes. And, and luckily, you know, they were cool. I didn't get my ass kicked or anything like that. Keys right, player right. was there so he could just fill out, you know, to play lower down on the keyboard for the gig. <laughs> so it, yeah. it was fine. But it was, was it a wake up call? I actually... Honestly, I don't think it was. I wish it was. I wish I could have. I could say sure. that I learned a lot from it, but I don't think. I just like myself back then. I was just like by the seat. I was just kind of sort of like winging it, man. Freewheeling. I was freewheeling. Yeah, same year. Same year. And I was just yeah. chilled and like I've changed a lot. I've just, I guess right. sort of like I've just changed a lot over the last. Um, I guess maybe like. I would say 10 years because that's SBL, but but I think it actually happened before that, really. I think that um, I think that it all yes. started to happen yeah. when it was focal dystonia, maybe. Like, ah. that was, I got this thing called, I've got my glove on now, I've got this thing called focal dystonia, which is a neurological movement disorder, which, yes. which, which kind of just sort of like changed my entire life. It was like somebody, I was on this trajectory of like, oh, I'm a professional musician doing well, great gigs, great vibe, don't really do anything in the daytime, just kick back, do gigs every night. I was doing tours, doing theatre stuff. I mean, like I was living that yeah. kind of life, you know? Yeah. And and th- then, you know, the, all this stuff happened with my hands and the neurologist was like, oh, 
do you, do you do anything else? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, oh, this oh. is, you won't be able to play. You, your, your career as a professional musician is over. Oh, so you dude. need to find something, something else you can do. And I can remember just like, that was just sort of like, like my oh. mind was blown. Yes. At no point did I think he was going to say that. I was no, just like, that, yeah, <laughs> right. I started playing guitar when I was 13. I was a disaster mm. at school. Music is mm-hmm. all I've ever done oh, my yeah, entire life. It's everything, and I was like, right. yeah, it's everything. Right. And I was like, really like, even though I was kicking back, I was still ambitious and I was like, wanting yes. to do great stuff. And, and I was like, maybe like late coming to my late twenties, 28, 29 or whatever. And then that happened. I was just, just like, mind blown. And, and I think like, I definitely wasn't okay. So it definitely wasn't like a. Oh, now I've got my. I've got to get my shit together. It wasn't that yeah. kind of thing. It was like right. that was the start of me discovering. Like, I guess I discovered. Like, somebody was like, "Hey, I was taking time off," and they said, "Hey, go check out YouTube. You can watch like old concerts on there." So I went yes. and checked out YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I can." teach a bit on you on youtube and i'll be able to get some so skype cool. skype lessons because i can play yeah. for about 20 or 30 minutes at a right. time before my hands start like cramping yes. up and maybe that'll help me oh. pay the rent because i didn't have any money like i didn't have any money so i went and bought a computer and started putting lessons on youtube and then i realized well i didn't just realize it wasn't it wasn't like the, the, i mean there was no sort of like oh moment it was like <laughs> yeah yeah i figured out that oh maybe this thing that this internet thing could be a thing you know maybe i could yeah maybe i could do this and it was i guess and it definitely wasn't a it wasn't a again sort of like this moment it was the slow realization that oh you've got the opportunity to do something really fucking cool that nobody has yeah. done before it was right. that slow realization of that and then that coupled with like so i just feel incredibly lucky it's like i was given this golden ticket that i didn't like my most vulnerable in my life somebody handed me this golden ticket and said hey you've actually got a chance to go do something really fucking cool that nobody has done yet and it was the slow realization of that coupled with I am actually sort of like a real hard worker when it comes down to it. I will sort of like work myself to to the bone. And I was yeah. like, whoa, I've got this golden ticket that I've just been handed. And it's just this mm. tiny seed, but maybe it is a thing. And it's that. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to work my tail off to make this, you know, into something. And it was, yeah. so it was that really. And then it was a slow process. And going through that process and having to learn and and research all of the the things I had to research and and find out about all these amazing individuals that are out there in the space doing all of these incredible business things. I actually learned about sort of what what it's like to be like high output, what yeah, that really right. means, you know, like high output, like making stuff happen. And and I actually got this whole kind of like it was an awakening really. It was like, oh yes, this is yes. actually really cool. So I've got this, I've got this golden ticket. I don't want to call it a golden ticket because it's, I mean, but I got this, it felt like a golden ticket, you know, like I've got this Yeah, that's ticket. how you perceived you, it. Yeah, yeah you right. You can go and do this thing that's sort of like really unique and grow this thing. And then at the same time, I'm like, oh, right. And I'm learning about it. And then I learn about, 
and and really find a love for 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 out of out of the box thinking how how to really speed up processes how to and just kind of sort of I fell in love with that I fell in love with that so it's all come it's been a real slow burn so when I find stuff like this calendar thing that we've been talking about and 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 yeah and, and the realization that oh I might be like a third more productive each week if I do this thing Jeez. that's incredibly yes. exciting to me I'm like holy yes. crap that is incredibly exciting Dude, I, I'm just sitting here and you're talking about um, your that journey with, with Focal Dystonia and then with the internet. And you keep using words like grateful and golden ticket and excited and hardworking and high output. And I just like I just kept getting like waves of goosebumps. <laughs> I like the thing that is remarkable to me, first of all, I forget. I know you. I mean, you know, like you know I, we, <laughs> we talk, we talk. I know you and yeah. I forget. I genuinely forget about the dystonia thing. Like the glove, I, I see it as part of you. Like I don't notice it sort of like yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. wife has tattoos all over both arms. Right. And yeah. I don't, I don't think like, Oh, she has tattoos on her arms. It's just how her arms look. <laughs> right? yeah, 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 yeah. And, and for it, me, yeah. like when I see you with a glove, I don't think, Oh, that's right. Scott, you know, is suffering, is, is continuing to suffer with this really incredibly debilitating yeah. neurological disease. Yeah. Um, and I, I have, or, or condition, I, maybe disease is the wrong word, but it's neurological, it right? It's linked to your brain. Is it a disease? I think it is, but it's, and it can get worse and all of that crap. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's a thing. I, I just... Um, I need to remember that. And I think it's, it's even just gonna, like, I'll be like, whoa, he's doing all this with vocal <laughs> dystonia. Like, it's so crazy, dude. Cause when I see you play, I don't think about it, but that's right. You talk about it and I go, oh my God. And we need to do an episode of the pod where we talk about it or where you talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, I yeah, can ask sure. you some questions. Yeah. Um, like, and, and give it really a full do because I think it's remarkable that you decided, listen, you decided that even with this condition and this thing that was probably like after the doctor said, well, now, now think of something else to do because music is over. You music decided over, yeah, a, yeah. yeah, you decided, well, that's not true. It's not going to be true for you. You figured out a way to, to maybe circumvent the, uh, the brain sending the message to your hand mm. by the glove. Mm, right. Yeah. And then you decided, then you, you found internet, you found, you thought, oh, maybe I could teach, maybe I could use this as a tool to build something. And if, I think you've told me this before, is this right? If you wouldn't have been diagnosed and you would have just continued on normally, like if focal dystonia weren't a part of your life, you'd probably continue just doing gigs, being, being on the cruise ship, right? Doing some stuff, yeah, yeah, doing some yeah. local stuff, uh, yeah. maybe some kind of, but but SBL wouldn't have happened. The SBL internet wouldn't, wouldn't have, have necessarily happened, internet right? Wouldn't have happened, man. My yeah. my life is considerably better from uh, yeah from from having sort of like to to I guess to sort of like deal with focal dystonia. And if I could choose, obviously, I would choose every single time. You know, if I if it went back went back in time, somebody said, "Oh, you can choose to." Wow be you know have focal dystonia and you know and have go to down the path the whole sort of like the thing yep. or like not and and you know and follow um follow the path you're on i would choose this this path every single time it's incredible every single time i think michael j fox not to say this anything like michael j fox but i think that he said that he learned so much through going through the 
um, the experience of getting Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's, yes. That he would do it again given the choice, which Jeez. blew my mind here. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's, I mean, cause that's like another level. It is. And you could, it, I mean, so much of this is just about mental state. It's about um, mental health. And it's yeah. about what you choose to, how you choose to view your trajectory in life. You could be like, oh, this ruined everything. You know, if you were less, oh, uh, yeah. if you were less ambitious, right? You could just, I mean, th- this could be that f- you could use focal dystonia as the talking point for it ruining all of your opportunities, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you could. You yeah, could say, sure. oh, it did this, it did this, then I wasn't able to do this. And you could use it as an excuse. Or, and, and maybe it wouldn't even be an excuse. It would be an actual real reason. You would decide yeah, yeah. that it was the reason that X, Y, and Z didn't happen for you. But instead, dude, you pivoted, <laughs> right? You did. You went, you went okay, I was, I was going this way, and now click. I'm going to go this way, and my life is going to be better for it. And it's... Uh, it's pretty inspirational, Scott Devine. I got to tell you, man, it's pretty damn inspirational. That's well, like the ultimate, uh, you know, life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I mean, you really made the best of what could have been uh, uh, and and what I'm sure was at times and still maybe is a very miserable situation. It was, yeah, it was a, uh, it was a very miserable situation. Yes, dude. <laughs> oh, yes. Dude, it was so bad. It was, uh, but it, well, let me just tell you how bad it was. It was, it was, it, well, it wasn't. No, no, it was. It was really bad. Uh, but it, yeah, what, what was even worse is that on the day <laughs> that, that you know I had <laughs> this sort of like this crushing blow that the neurologist was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, you need to find another career." Like, that day, right. my wife yeah. or girlfriend at the time was on holiday with her parents. I would yeah. just say parents, but it was she actually um, she her parents broke up when she was younger, so she was on holiday with her mother, and so she yeah. wasn't in Leeds, and my parents were away as well on holiday somewhere. Oh, so there was like alone. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was just like Dude. me, me and George, oh. <laughs> me and George the dog, and I can remember oh. just thinking, oh, I really wish somebody was around today. Oh, but yeah, Dude, but it was, yeah. It was, a, oh, it was a shit sad. Time, actually. It was, it was awful to go yeah. around that. But honestly, like, and I think that, um, like, my brother, not to sort of, like, I, well, I guess to, not to play it down. I don't want to play it down because it was really mm. hard, right? But it's perspective. Yeah. I think that, you know. Yes. Um, yeah, it's definitely perspective. Like, a few years later, my brother broke his neck. And, oh. and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh. You're like, all of my oh, problems that's... was like, oh yeah, like I was like, ashamed, like it was like it was the difference between sort of like stubbing your toe and having your leg amputated. Yeah. I mean, like it's, right, it was like right. stubbing your toe in a shark attack. It was like the yeah. difference between that. Like my brother was like twenty four and freaking broke his neck and was paralyzed. Jeez. And he was oh. like an athlete at the time, living in Russia, oh, doing all of wow. this sort of like, he was like in the Beijing Olympics and stuff like that. And this happened. And that was like, whoa. Dude. So that really put everything into perspective for me. I was oh, like, I'm oh. sure it did. Yeah. But I mean, I'll also, tell you what, I just as well, to, man, yeah. just, just, just so to jump in, but going through that, seeing my brother going through that experience added, yeah. added, I guess, to the aggressiveness, maybe for lack of a better term, of like my yeah. want to milk 
maybe that's a you know the wrong but like just all, get all of the juice from the squeeze when it comes to SPL <laughs> and grow yes, this yes. into sort of like something that can be really really amazing like yeah yeah because i saw how like i just saw like a different side to life i was like oh that's, yeah yeah Brutal. And and I mean, and I, I was just going to say uh, that even still, though, dude, you could have had a different it's about headspace. You decided to look at your brother's situation as perspective. I mean, you mm. could have said, oh, well, you know, that's awful for him. And, and I've had something awful happen to me as well. He had his dreams crushed by this. And so have I. And then and then that's it. Right. Yeah, I yeah, mean, like, yeah, yeah, but instead yeah, yeah. you went, wow, you looked at it as like you, you were in a sense. Um, thankful that what happened to you didn't seem quite as intense as it could have been, right? You saw, oh, yeah. you saw, uh, yeah. like a, a silver lining, um, yeah. and and that's, I mean, that's just that just speaks to your character and and what you've chosen, how you've you chosen what. to frame these experiences. I've never spoken to my wife or my parents about focal dystonia since the day that my brother broke his neck. Ever? Are you serious? Ever. I've never mentioned it. Like, maybe they'll bring it up, maybe, or something like that, but I've mm. never, ever mentioned it. Because mm. it just put... It, it so, like, yeah. It was just sort of like, it was like, sort of like when the camera zooms out, and like in a film, and yes. you're like, whoa! It was like, oh. You know, and especially like going through, mm. like, because like, he was in like hospital for freaking like seven mm. months or something like that, mm. and seeing the families come in, and sort of like, they've whoa. had like, oh, it was like, and I met some really, really amazing individuals through that experience as well. Like uh, and a yeah. guy, it, my brother was in intensive care mm. for a long time. Um, yeah. So how long was he in intensive care? Like months. <laughs> yeah. I think he was in the IC unit for something like two months. It was something. Oh. Re- and he was in an isolation booth as well. Oh, Dude. my God. Oh, yeah. Because not only did he break his neck, he also sort of like like caught some like really odd like virus this was before covid obviously this happened 10 years ago wow. yeah. but he, he caught this really odd virus in the russian hospital he was in so when they brought him over they did oh. tests on him they're like oh he can't be in the normal icu he has to go in this like basically like a like this metal box kind of like like in, solitary like, yeah yeah for months oh. he was in there for months on his own he couldn't speak he couldn't like he literally couldn't speak he couldn't speak it was oh, like brutal, and, and uh, we met this uh, this nurse that worked in the um, the ICU unit um, called Andy. And it, dude, man, this this guy was so he gave me just like a completely new perspective. I was just like, yeah, every day, every day, this guy is just seeing people on the edge, you know, like literally on right. the edge of death, right? But like families. Right. Like on the edge of breakdown because they're seeing their loved ones go through kind of like utter hell. And I was just, I remember talking to Andy and just, and just be like, dude, like this is insanity. Like this is your everyday. Like, and honestly, it was, he just took it in his stride and he was like made for it. He was like in the worst situations, like families and individuals. The worst situations in their life, he would bring a smile to people's faces, and that was just—he was so good, man. It was so good. That's he cool. like he—he he just yeah. He saved my brother's experience in there, Have, like being oh, there, just sort man. of like having sort of like somebody to connect with, 
And it was just, yeah, yeah. just so, yeah. <laughs> so, so when you, when you say that you never spoke about dystonia again after the first day, why is that? Is it because what you saw, how, how bad your brother's experience was that you yeah. felt yours yeah. wouldn't measure up? Is that why? It wasn't that I didn't think it would measure up. I just thought it just put it into perspective. It was it was yeah. almost like, oh, I stood my toe and the dude next to me had just been mauled by a great white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Right. It was right. just like and, and it honestly it's something it wasn't a conscious thing. I was never like, Yeah, oh, I'm never gonna mention it again. You know, <laughs> and I'm gonna feel good about never mentioning it again. It wasn't that. Yeah. It was like, oh, I'm never going to mention it again. Like, you know, they've brought it up and stuff like that, but very rarely. I think they maybe because yeah. they put it in perspective for them. They were like, yeah, whatever, Jeez, dude. Yeah, whatever, dude, you've got to wear the glove. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, I, I just, I want to say this. I want to just say this carefully and with, because I, I don't, I wasn't around in that, at that point for your life and, and for your brother's experience. And it sounds like, it sounds hellish. <laughs> but I also, I just want to say to you, that just because someone else in your family went through something intense doesn't invalidate the oh, yes. experience of yes. your intensity. I mean, I know that you probably know that, but I think like, I think that it's okay to talk about it. I mean, and, and yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, maybe you don't want to bring it up to Lisa. Maybe you don't want to bring it up to your family, but I just, I just want to say that out loud, dude, that what yeah. you have gone through is not a small thing. Yes, maybe it was put into perspective, but you also chose to uh, to make the lemonade out of the lemons, right? And and yeah, and yeah. you had that ability because you didn't, you know, you didn't go through the same thing that your brother did. But I just want to say, it's okay for you to mention it. It's okay. Oh, yeah. It doesn't mean that you're invalidating your brother's experience. You yeah, know? I um, yeah, for sure. No, I agree with that, and I think that I don't. Do you know what I think it is? I never think about it. I think that that's maybe yeah. what it is. Like, like it's mm. something I suffer with from every day. I don't yeah. like really. The, I guess sort of like the, one of the core reasons why I've not released, like, because so many people like release an album, release, do something. Like a lot of it comes yeah. down to actually my ability to record a few days in a row in a studio is actually <gasps> yes. it's tough. Do you know what I mean like it, it's actually hard? So yes. all of that shit, right? So, right. Um, yeah. So it, it's just that I don't. I don't necessarily think about it all the time. You right. know what, though? I think that there's, I think there's a balance. Like, I think that, I, I, like, I will, I will, I'll tell you when I got it wrong. I think I got it wrong with yeah. my brother, actually. So when my brother, because I tried to, I'm kind of, I'm the older brother, obviously, like 10 years. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and I got it wrong when, when he broke his neck. I was, I, I was, and maybe this says something about like how I, why I did the thing with focal dystonia and, and maybe mm. it's sort of like, I'm not a very, Lisa says this actually, is it, is it introspective when you think about sort of like who you are and all of that shit? Is that introspective? Yeah. Like, yes. Okay. So I'm not very, I don't really think about like, like, yeah, Lisa's like super, she thinks about her feelings and, and, <laughs> yeah, I, and, like, yeah, he's, yes. and he's great. And I wish I was, but I'm just sort of like a little bit kind of, I guess, like, I'm char I'm too busy freaking charging forward than thinking about, right. you know, the, which is not a good thing. I think, I, yeah, I think that it's it's actually introspection is is really great if I'm getting the con the uh, the language or the context right. Yeah, for but, sure. But um, I tried to, like, I was with my brother, and I think, like, we've never even spoken about it, and I think that he was, um, it, it probably might have helped him at the time, but I think I definitely could have dialed it back a little, is that when he broke mm. his neck, he was... 
he was like so and just for context he was in a um he was like doing martial arts like martial arts at the highest level out in russia he moved there when he was 16 off his own back i'm just, just saying this Whoa. to get context yeah off his own back yeah. dude he moved yes. when he was like 16 to freaking moscow to train with the russian martial arts team and he wow. sort of like ended up competing at the highest level obviously went to like the beijing olympics and stuff like that he was a freaking badass and yeah. so he was really into sport and he'd done it his entire life and then obviously ended up breaking his neck and he was in the ICU intensive care and for months and he had like a C5-6 break, which means he was like paralyzed from the chest down. So from from, oh from just under his chest down. So he's got no grip in his hands. Um, he's got sort of like, you know, not full function of his arms. Um, mm. Like it was, it was bad. Do you know what I mean, like it wasn't sort yeah. of like as bad as like a C, like further up, you know, like when you're using your chin sure. to move around, but it, it wasn't great. But as soon as I sort of like had, I guess sort of like clarification from a doctor um, that he was going to be able to use his arms in any way, shape or form. I was yeah. like in, it sounds freaking so insensitive to say this, but I was in that, that isolation booth and he couldn't speak with yeah. magazines on wheelchair rugby. And I was like, dude, you are going to play wheelchair rugby. You can freaking oh, forget yeah, yeah. about it if you think that this is it. Like, it's, you are going to be, you're going to get, you. this is what you're going to do now. And I was right. like, full force, man. And I was like, mm. and I definitely, oh, yeah. I definitely uh, could have been maybe more tactful and, uh, and, and easy on him. But all that to say, and he actually went and did <sighs> dude, it, you know. Like, this is the thing. This is what yeah. went, he freaking mm. did it, man. Mm. He, yeah. he he did it, and I can remember when he couldn't. He got in his wheelchair for his first time, and he couldn't push himself six feet. He couldn't oh, push himself six feet, right? Yeah, and yeah. and he just and he just went for it, and he actually um, he ended up playing for the county. I mean, so like, so he was playing it's for incredible for the county <laughs> within a year of. I think it was within a year of breaking his neck. So he like got he That's got incredible. out of hospital. And he was like, the first thing he was like, right, get me a wheelchair rugby chair. This is it. Oh, I'm going to go do this well, thing. That's, yeah. So, yeah. So do you, yeah. do you feel, though, that like when you look back on that time it, uh, where, you know, you were trying to, you were saying, I know this is bad, but here's, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm your big brother. I'm going to, you know, like, did you think it was too... Like maybe you could have empathized better and said, "Oh my God, what a what a terrible thing," and just let that be sitting there for a while. Do you do you feel bad that you tried to just bright side it right away, or what's the feeling there? Yeah, like, I think I just could have been more tactful, maybe less aggressive. Hmm. Like I was just sort of like, "This is it, man. This is it. You're going to be the best yeah, in the yeah. world at this thing." I get that. Like, you, coming, you know, coming from and, really good like, intention, though. I mean, super coming good from intention. A, you know, yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, the, like, yeah. I'm the same. Dude, I'm the same. I'm like, oh, don't worry, because we'll do this. And my wife sometimes will be like, you need to let people feel their feelings. Yeah. You know, you need to, you need to let people, but I'm, I'm very similar. Have you ever, have you ever mentioned that time when you were by a side in the ICU with the, with the magazines to him ever? Uh, never. Never. Yeah, I should Dude, probably do that. I mean, well, well, I mean, I don't know. We're I, I don't not know, the but do you know our family are not talkers. It's actually quite interesting mm, that, like, mm. I am quite like an open book in terms of sort of like emotionally. I think, or I feel like yeah. I am. I sort of like we've had some great conversations where I kind of like 
there's no closed doors. I'm kind of sort of like just seeing how I, you know, yeah. saying how I feel it and all of that. But yeah. in my family, we're yes. not like that at all. Like it's actually yeah. not like that at all. Like it's actually it would feel awkward very potentially. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Families yeah. are freaking the weird, st- aren't they? Stiff upper lip, the, you know, right? The like, you know, carry oh, yeah. on and yeah. yeah. Like I, I can remember yeah. sort of like a few. Uh, I can remember sort of like a few months ago. I can remember sort of like hugging my mum. Bye. I was like, yeah. I love you, mum, and she was like, and just me saying, I love you, mum, sort of like emotionally center into some sort of like weird kind of like confusion oh. and shock like first of all because we don't tell each wow. other that we love each other in our family yeah and secondly right. and then she just started crying because it was sort of like really oh. emotional for it. yeah it was wow. really interesting whereas like on the flip side like i think yeah. that like like me and the kids and my wife i think we maybe like tell each other we love each other too much it's like i think i was <laughs> yeah, it's just, i tell I, yes. I think that i tell, tell the kids i kid you not maybe like 20 times a day Maybe yeah. more. Oh, I just tell yeah, them all the time. Just... I'm like, we're just right. sort of like super huggy and, and maybe I'm trying to sort of like make up for it, not being right, on, sure. within my family. So yeah, it's, a, it's sure. actually quite, yeah, man, family's man. Man, weird. I mean, it, it's so, it's so weird. And I too have, you know, I, I mean, everybody, right, has things in their family that are so hard to bring up and where it might sound so easy, you know, for me to say, well, have you ever, have you ever spoken to your brother about that? That might just sound like anathema. Like, like, no, because that's not who we are. It's funny, man. I mean, I will say the times that I have had actual kind of like heart to hearts with my sister who does, yeah. you know, stunts out in New York and mm. like the times that we have gotten down to a, to a level of talking about stuff that's difficult or, or saying sorry or, you know, in a, in a place where we feel like we need to say something. Um, it always feels like a lift. I mean, really, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. And even though if it feels a little awkward, like, I mean, I imagine your brother probably really looks up to you, um, you know, it, it, your, your big brother, right? And, you know, and to, to say, I don't know, if you ever wanted to say, <laughs> hey, Sorry around that time. Full on. <laughs> no, I love it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, if you ever just wanted to address it, like, not to, not to even say um, maybe it was wrong, you know, because, maybe, you know, look what he did. He did all this, this rugby stuff afterwards. He actually went and did it. Yeah. But, man, like, I, I, okay, I'll say this. It's not a prescription. I'm not saying you should do this. But if someone were to say to me, hey, remember when I gave you that advice? Um, I feel like I, I wonder if I could have just spent a little more time empathizing or or saying, oh, man, this is this is really hard. I'm going to be here for you it, instead of going straight to advice. I wonder if that would have been more helpful to you. Like if someone said that to me, I wouldn't be like, well, that's weird. Well, that's a strange yeah, thing yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's like, oh, yeah. I can't. You know, like, boy, I don't know. It's uh, it, it, it couldn't hurt. I just think it couldn't hurt. Yeah, man. I, th- I think that, that, that like there's a, there's a there's a bunch of stuff I could pop open there with my brother as, as well. There's other stuff hmm. like there is definitely sort of like guilt for before as well. <gasps> oh God, yeah. yes. could I even see oh, this? Yes. I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it because but I've never spoken yeah, to him about it. it. Um, yeah. I um, so he was training to be on the stunt register. Yeah. When he broke his neck. So that's how he broke oh. his neck, actually. So to get, oh, so wow. a lot of his friends are actually doing the um, stunts for James Bond. And <sighs> I think there was like the bat, like, like his mates are doing the Batman film. And I mean, yes. and a lot of those guys that do, that do 
um, work doing the uh, the stunts in these films, a lot of them have just martial arts backgrounds. Loads of them. In yes. fact, most of them, right. actually. They come yep. from martial arts, and then they skill up in different areas. Now, to go on the stunt register which is what you need to be insured as somebody. Oh, you'll know this, right? Because your sister, right? But in the UK, to My, go on the stunt yeah, register. I think it's yeah, because your sister yes. is like full on, right? She's full on stunt. Yeah, player. yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. So, and does she, she has a martial arts background as well, right? She has a dance background. I mean, she then oh, wow. did get really into um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and, uh, and I, I think maybe even some taekwondo, but, but she started out as a ballet dancer. And then like oh, wow, ballet and, and modern. into it and got it. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's super background. cool. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. he is. So he's out in Russia, you know, like doing the martial arts thing, and he's and he's his friends are doing. They're do, where was the uh, where's the um, all the James Bond stuff filmed? I can't remember the name of it. Uh, like Siberia. No, there's like, like a really <laughs> famous studio down in London. Oh shoot, shoot! I that. wish I knew. Yeah, I, I can't I remember what it's called. But a lot of them were working there, doing all the stunts and stuff like that. And they were yeah. like, dude, you should come and do this. This is going to be yeah. like, you, this is going to be great for you. You're the right height, right build. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm on it. So he was doing all of this stuff, like training up, and he had to do, oh, he said the martial arts covered, but he had to do, he had to do something like three or four other disciplines to be, to be placed on the stunt register, like trampolining, yeah. rock climbing, um, um, high diving, and then there was, wow. there was something else. Yeah, like a bunch of different stuff. And being Big Brother, you know, he was, I guess that he was sort of like sometimes, you know, finding it hard and difficult. And I was just sort of like hammering him. I was like, dude, mm. you want this. Come on. I mean, you got to sort of like lean mm. into it. Keep working hard at it. Don't be, I mean, like, look at your friends doing it. You can do this as well. Mm. You know, and I was like pushing him, go, 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 do this, do mm. this. And he broke his neck on a trampoline training for it. Oh, so man. yeah. So, and I, and I've always felt really, really weird about that. Like really weird mm. that I sort of like pushed him so hard to, to, to do it. Cause what he wanted to do and man, objectively looking at it, I know, I know that, you know, I mean, I was just doing the big brother thing. You know, I know yeah, that, right. but, oh, but you know, but it still freaking hurts that, that really oh, hurts. Actually. Yeah. It really hurts. Oh. I think the only other person well, I've ever spoken to that about is Lisa actually. Wow. Probably when I'm sort wow. of like, you know, down well, the bottom of their bottom well, line I'm, or something like that. <laughs> well, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm honored, man. I'm honored. I think, you know, that, that stuff is, oh, that stuff just, uh, can alter courses, right? It can, yeah. you know, you can think yeah. about that stuff forever. And I know that you know this, I mean, but you know, you alluded to this and, you know, n not to, not to be Robin Williams in, you know, maybe it's in Goodwill Hunting, but you know, that that's, it's not your fault. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's something yeah. that you need to know that, and you need to feel that like deep. It's not your fault that your brother broke I think that's the neck. problem, right? I think sort of like, I know it, but I don't feel it. Like, I know it's not yeah. my fault, but I, I feel, I, I know that it's not my fault. I know that, um, you know, just like think about it objectively, but there's definitely somewhere yeah. in here is like, yeah. you, you pushed him to do that. You pushed him to work so hard and he ended <sighs> yeah. up working up that's, that. So that's a huge burden, Scott. I mean, that's like a lot to carry, you know? Yeah. That's a lot a, to carry. Yeah. It does sort of it like, is. yeah, it, it comes up sort of like every now and again, every, every mm -hmm. sort of like when I start thinking about it and, in, in any kind of depth, I'm just like, oh, that old scar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do yeah. you feel like, I mean, I don't know. Like, do you feel like that would be something even to just to, to say, um, 
you know, oh, I to, to, to my brother. even, even, yeah. the, yeah. even, even that you think about it, like, again, just again, never a prescription again, like thinking about it for me, if someone were to say to me, Hey, remember this time in your life, I think about that. And I think that sometimes, you know, the, the amount that I pushed you, sometimes I feel like I had a part in this and I feel mm. that and I feel sorry about it. And I feel like it comes up for me and I feel bad about it. Like, I don't think I would think that was strange. I would, I think it would um, be a gift. It'd be totally normal, wouldn't it? But you know, like in yeah. our family, we're just a little bit. I know, close. dude. <laughs> Maybe I'll just send him. I'll send him this podcast. I'm like, dude, kind of sort of like I spoke openly about sort of like some shit. You might want to. You might want to check it out. <laughs> I I think if I were your brother, if if I were your brother, I would want to hear it from you before the world heard about it. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> so I think I think yeah. that you I think that you assigned maybe <laughs> sub, I think you did I think maybe subconsciously you talked about it on the podcast because mm. it's something that you maybe want to talk to him about I don't yeah. know but oh maybe. I think so yeah I think so yeah good counseling session dude. <laughs> <laughs> Then, dude, tell me, tell me your brother's to, name. Oh, Richard. Tell me your brother's name. Richard. Richard yes. Yeah, Richard oh, Divine. Richard yeah. Divine. Yeah. That's he's a cool a dude, last man. name. Your family is just <laughs> he's a, it's so he, cool. He's a cool dude, man. And, he's a cool and dude. Janice is your mother, right? Janice and Roger. It's my dad's birthday Roger. today. And I sent what? him. Yeah, I was on the piano this morning. We set we like record a little video for him and sent, you know, oh. like a, yeah, sent him the kids sort of like playing the thing, and he was like because, uh, oh, yeah, because obviously I've got COVID. So I couldn't, I can't go and see him, right? <laughs> right. So I'm well, I can't see anybody. So, um, oh, yeah, I've got COVID. Um, but it's okay. <laughs> yes, it's, I'm it's, so sorry. Oh, it's fine. I just, like, I've been yeah. kind of sort of like waiting for it. I'm like, I felt a little left out. Like, everybody's had I'm, it. I was I, like, what's dude, wrong with me? I know what you me? mean. <laughs> that, that thing of like actually feeling a, a touch relieved. Now, obviously, hopefully, you know, you don't pass it along and, and get someone else sick. Hopefully, you don't get super sick yourself. But like I felt that too when I had it over Thanksgiving in the States, like that I was sort of happy to know what it was and to get through it versus that constant fear of, you know, like, am I going to get it? How is it going to affect me? Is it so I, I know that feeling. It's yeah, it's real. That's a real feeling for sure. Have you had it twice or once? No, I had it once, and then my family. I had that Delta variant, lost smell and taste, that whole thing over Thanksgiving, uh, late November. But then my family got the Omicron, we think, uh, yeah. and I didn't get it a second time. So, you know, but they all went through it, and their symptoms were were pretty mild. This kids, especially Emily, felt pretty wrecked by it. Did she? But yeah. you know, everybody got through it. Yeah. How about your family? Did they? Are they getting it? Do they I have kick it? Kick back, dude. They've got like Netflix on. I think they're just using it as an excuse. Like, I'm not even joking. Like Lisa was like, "Dude, she was yeah. like, you've got COVID. Like, what? What are you doing?" I was like, "I feel fine." She was like, "But you've got COVID." Like, what's your? The subtext was, "Hey, just come and kick back with us and watch Netflix." Yeah, yeah let's just watch some shows. Yeah, that's like, the no, no. That I was like, "No, no, 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 uh. no, 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 no." no, no. But yeah, oh, I hate being ill, man. Like if I am ill, yeah. I'm, I'm like a really, I'm not great. I'm not like a, yeah. you know, I'm not like the man flu guy. I'm sort of like mm. super grumpy because I just, I just will not 
go to bed and be ill. I'm just sort of like, I just kind of like <laughs> battle on. I'm kind of like the sort of like, yes. I'm like dragging myself along the floor. Ah, you know, yeah, like Anakin. But, oh. you know, Anakin is he's like being melted <laughs> by lava. Like Anakin's legs being, cut off. Yeah, that's like <laughs> yes. essentially me. Like legs cut off. I'm like melted by lava. I'm dragging myself. I'm, I will not stop. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. Just be careful with that trajectory because you know how Anakin ends up, right? Oh, Spoiler. Dude. Dude, I'm the base like Darth a- Vader. <laughs> base Vader. <laughs> base Vader. <laughs> Turn into Dude, base like, Vader. Yeah, you don't want that. So you got to, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, cut it in half, man. Cut that work in half. Go watch that Netflix show. I, I watched that scene, the kids. Dude. I watched that scene with Story. It, was, it wasn't yeah. the greatest idea. He was right it's in. Intense. Have you watched that with any of your kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, I, oh, we've watched that boy. movie a bunch. Yeah. It's brutal. It's not great oh. if anybody's not watched it what's what films out of it's the that's that's three that's episode three called revenge of the sith yes yeah, so star wars baby yeah if just before it's like how how darth vader came to be and like anakin's mm-hmm. like he's not he's got no legs and he's been melted by lava his face is all like not great he's not looking his best yeah and i was sitting oh. eating my breakfast watching this and i look look left and looked at story and story was just sort of like eyes on stalks i was like Okay, maybe shouldn't have watched oh. this scene, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool now. Yeah, it's it's so intense. Yeah, his legs were cut off by his mentor. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. like that's a that's a heavy that you is have that creates not been a super villain. In your scales. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, dude, let's not be. Let's not create base Vader out of you, COVID Scott Divine. Okay, let's not create base Vader, dude. That would be a great, like, kind of like meme, sort of like meme-based comedy video, like base yeah. Vader. You know, some, like Luke. Luke's there and he's practicing his slap licks, right? And like Yoda's yes, like, yes. Luke, <laughs> use the force, you will. Use the base force. And, <laughs> and then base Vader just comes through and just like lamps in one. <laughs> you know, base Vader's like, I find your lack of base disturbing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 That'd be so good. Uh, I actually would dude. love to do some of them sort of like meme type videos. I think oh, that. I know. It'd be yeah, so they're, fun. They're great. Yeah. I, I love that. There was one called. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, obviously, the, the dollar, dollar Shave Club, right? The Dollar Shave Club, they did a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dollar, yep. dollar Beard Club did some great ones as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. You ever seen them? Yeah. I think I have, and I'm thinking of a soap company, too, that I can't put my name on, but they did some fun ones, too. There's, like, a company that makes, you know, fancy organic soap. They've yeah. got some great ads. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There's some great ones. <laughs> hey, have you been watching Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett? Oh, have I? Scott, not only do I watch, not only do I watch the episodes, I watch every Star Wars YouTube channel breakdown of all the episodes. Ooh. I mean, dude, I am, I am deep. Have you been watching that show? I've been watching it. Yeah, like I'm into it. Story's not into it. He, he much preferred uh, yeah. the Mandalorian actually. He well, much preferred the Mandalorian. Listen, listen. The most recent two episodes. Uh, I won't tell you anything. Most recent two episodes are essentially episodes of The Mandalorian. Mando's in it. It's all. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so uh, uh, Dash wasn't into it either, actually. Dash, Dash is a little lukewarm with Star Wars. And Boba Fett, he was like, eh. 
but he loves he loves Baby Yoda, Mando, right? And so yeah. the uh, the episodes that have, the last two episodes focus on that storyline, and it's amazing. I think it's because there's a little bit of comedy in there with Mandalorian episodes. Yeah. There's like a certain tongue-in-cheekness yeah. about it. You know, there's sort of... Yes. And I think that that's not in the book of Boba Fett. Or at least it doesn't... I'm not perceiving it to be that. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, I think that's right. I think the book of Boba Fett, too, it just... I mean, without this turning into a full-on Star Wars podcast, <laughs> which it could do at any moment, like, I'm just like, oh, like, Star Wars podcast. Uh, like I think horse. that it was structured. You're like a race. You're like a racehorse. Just, you're just like that, just about to go on the race, you're like limbering up like a gymnast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just swinging the bat with the weight yeah, on the yeah, end yeah, of it, like, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I think that it was structured. I, I think the show was structured oddly, and I do think they had a, a, a tough time figuring out how to play that Tamara Morris character or Tamara Morrison. I can't remember how to pronounce his, how to actually say his name. But the actor that plays Boba Fett, yeah. I think, um, like it, it was written a little bit odd for him. So it's it's in a tough thing because Boba Fett is supposed to be this fearsome, horrible, you know, uh, you know, like terrible feared bounty hunter so there's not a lot of comedy that they injected into that storyline yeah, um, and yeah. you've got the old school fans going no he needs to be a hard ass and he needs to be intense and then disney it's a disney property and they're going well let's make him accessible to kids and it, you know and it just kind of <laughs> kind of it, it did i think it did a little damage to that character personally but the mando uh, din Djarin and oh boy and you know baby yoda grogu like that storyline is yeah. is so great because it's a new story line no one had uh baggage with that character yet yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah so do you think the boba should be like more evil do you think he, he could have been a well gnarly I, I i just um i think so because i'm from that old uh you know i'm you know of the era of the original star wars fan where boba fett was so mysterious and such a bad guy man i mean took han solo frozen in carbonite to jabba and you yeah, know i mean yeah. Dude, he's a he's a bad dude, and his backstory is t so tragic too. And so, yeah. And then now he's kind of he's kind of like I, I've heard people uh, use the phrase "beta fet," which, <laughs> 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 which I was like, it's gross. But then part of me is like, I I get it too. I get it. Um, I, I still I still love the show. I've been really enjoying it. We've been watching it. The season finale uh, comes out tomorrow. Uh, so that's we're we're gonna have a little watch party at our house for that. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, <laughs> let's call it, man. Hey, what should we, okay, what should we call I... this show? What should we call this show? <laughs> oh. I think we should call. Oh. <laughs> what should we call it? What we're gonna figure we it out. It? We'll uh, figure it out. Can I can I say one thing just just to bring it back to that idea of calendar organization when we were talking about that midway through the podcast something that i want to say is i endeavor to be more organized like when i see you do the trello thing mm. and and map out your calendar that is a goal for me but if if like me oh faithful sbl podcast listener you think <laughs> i don't know if i'm ever going to do what even is trello i'm not even interested something that has felt really good to me, like kind of a, a hack in terms of, of getting things done in terms of productivity. And I know you've used this too, Scott, is just book it. So oh, yeah, sure. if you have something that you want to do and you're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, 
book it. Book put it. it put it on the calendar. Call the studio. Call your mates and say we're doing this thing on this day. Yeah. And everybody goes, whoa, okay. And then figure like, out everything else afterwards. Yes. And then what will happen is all of the time wasting or all of the other things that you thought were such a big priority in your life may get may get deprioritized a little bit. Maybe there'd be a little less Netflix because you you have to work out the details yeah. to get in that studio and do that thing. That's mm -hmm. when I find that I am the most productive. Like with SBL stuff too, if I just book it, I know that I have to do it. it it's do not, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to do it. If there's a deadline, I know I have to do it. Um, case in point for me too, there's a, on Friday, Cara Loudon is coming over and we're going to film some duet stuff. I called Pistol Pete, my friend who's going to come over and film it with the, with the gimbal, you know, and, uh, and that's just happening. So then I know that before I go to bed, I need to work on a couple of her arrangements and, mm. but that, Never would have happened in a million years had I not just said, right, what are you doing on Friday? And she was like, Friday is great. Like, Pete, you cool with Friday? He's like, Friday is great. I'm like, well, I guess it's happening. Amazing. <laughs> you know? So that that yeah. kind of thing uh, is a is a great way. It does not speak to calendar organization, and it probably throws monkey wrenches, you know. I think it's, uh, good. it's, a, like, it's just oh. a forcing function, isn't it? It's just sort of like, yes, how do you actually so too. strip out all of the shit and just put a stake in the ground and then just, yeah. like, pull the trigger and run. Yeah. <laughs> run for yeah. cover. You're like, it's yes. going! Yes. It's going! Yes, exactly. <laughs> Right, yeah. let's go. And, and 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 instead of thinking of it like force quit, you know, it's force do. Right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yes. When you said that, there was it's like really... four or five different things raced through my mind. I was like, oh, mm. how do you like small mm. stuff, big stuff? I wonder I if you could do it with something big, like something really big. Yeah, like this has to be done at this time, you know, um, like that company yeah. that I've told you about, VAT19, that sells, yeah, you know, yeah. giant gummy bears and stuff. Yeah. They do a thing where they do a really ambitious YouTube video once a week and it happens. And I mean, it's intense, the amount of work that goes into making one of those things. But it's just, it's the culture of like Friday is dead, is drop dead. Like every, all the assets have to be together for this. And, you know, yeah. and I'm sure it probably creates a, a huge amount of stress and it may not be the right thing for everyone, for every aspect of your life. But I find that for me, especially with creative projects or pre projects that I'm kind of going, uh, I'm kind of like it's swimming in my head. I just need to set a date. I have to do that. And then yeah. it, and then it really helps me out. And then yeah. you work back from that date. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. I'm going to think about that, man. I'm going to think about it. Dude, <laughs> been real. This has been a good one. <laughs> been real. Been amazing. And, and, and we'll, we'll try and figure thank out you what for sharing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. But th I mean, that's that matters little. I, I think um, I think like speaking about that stuff. It's so it's so cool. And it's uh, it's it's so vulnerable. Uh, it's brave. And like, man, I think it can help a lot of people. Like when you talk very frankly about family stuff or when we have that dialogue, yeah. it makes me feel like, oh, it makes me want to you know, call up my family, hopefully too, if you're listening and you heard Scott talk about the, the incredibly intense situation with his brother, like hopefully as a listener, that makes you think about your life and think about yeah. like, is it time to give, is it time to give your family a call? Like that, that stuff is important. And so whatever we call this podcast, it doesn't matter. I think the, the content yeah. inside is, uh, if, if you're listening, uh, it was really, really, um, a gift that you gave today. So thanks man well, for talking cheers, about it mate. openly. Well, you came in, you yeah. came with me on the journey, mate. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> okay, dudes, yes, sir. we will, uh, we'll catch you next week. And, uh, other than that, take it easy. Bye. Cheers everybody.